Well, investor demand for government debt is still high despite the local political tensions. This as government managed to raise 2.4 billion rand in an oversubscribed offer today. We're joined on the line by Eunice January, who's from Future Growth Asset Management, to give us some insight as to the kind of activity that we saw play out in the fixed income space. Eunice, thank you so much for your time. Take me through the reaction and, of course, the news that we got at around quarter to five this afternoon saying that, uh, you know, Finance Minister Tito Mbuini has taken the job. Yeah, so I think given his credibility was in question, um, and, um, he had to go. There was no question about that. Um, and I think the new Minister of Finance, Tito Mbuini, brings with him uh, a long history of being involved in capital markets. Uh, the market does know him. He does have experience. So I think the reaction was obviously positive for that. And it also takes away a lot of the uncertainty that investors have been facing over the last few days, given the State Capture Commission and given the allegations that have surfaced from that. Right. So let's talk about the activity you saw in the fixed income space uh, today. So the auction was pretty decent. Like you said earlier, the auction was oversubscribed a bit-to-cover ratio of about 2.4 on the R2030 to about 3.4 on the longer-dated R2048. And bonds yield cleared slightly stronger, about 1 to 2 basis points, compared to last night's closing level. But overall, it was a pretty average auction, if you think of it, in terms of how cheap the rand was and how cheap bond yields were. All right. Looking at the U.S. 10 here, I think since Friday following the jobs numbers, we had uh, you know, the equity markets on the U.S. front feeling a bit of nervousness because everybody is anticipating what the Fed is going to do. What do you make of uh, you know, the performance we're seeing when it comes to that 10-year bond? So the 10-year bond hit 3.25% in early trade today. And like you mentioned, it's a combination of lowest, lower U.S. unemployment rate which up to 3.7%, and steadily rising wages, which at 2.8% is about 0.8% higher than the Fed's 2% inflation target. And then if you look at the background, there's a lot of inflationary pressure there. We have rising oil prices. The oil price moved from $65 a barrel in January this year to $85 a barrel now. That's the current spot price. And then you still have to add the global trade war, which could be inflationary. So given those inflationary drivers, it makes sense for the U.S. Treasury yields to print higher. All right. Everyone is looking forward to the announcement from Moody's. Do you think that the actions that we have undertaken, perhaps even today, the announcement of a new uh, finance minister, is enough to keep them at bay for now? I, th- I think with Moody's, it, it would probably be better for them to to delay the announcement after MTBPS, which is later this month, because then they'll get a sense of policy direction. So an announcement on Friday is probably not going to be significant. Um, There have been positive developments in terms of reform. Moody's did say in their March review that they wanted to see some reform in terms of, you know, the mining charter, reconfiguring state-owned entities, um, hosting a business and job summit, as well as uh, stimulating the economy. And we've seen some of that. Um, So if there's an announcement on Friday, it it seems like consensus is that they won't downgrade us. And if that's the case, the market might take that positively because it does take away that veil of uncertainty that's been hanging over Treasury over the past few months. Yunus, thank you so much for your time. That's Yunus January from Future Growth Asset Management.